Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? History began on July 4th, 1770. This is where the fun begins. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Does It Hold Up? In this episode, we're going to ask if Kong Skull Island holds up. Have you guys, I saw this, I didn't see it in theaters. I saw this one, I think the year it came out, but I read boxed it with actually Lee Jennings, Ian. Yeah. Did you, have you guys seen this before? I've never watched it in my life. Yeah, this is like my first time watching it too. I, I didn't even okay. know it came out to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it it didn't get a uh, it didn't do particularly well. I actually don't even have this information pulled up. So uh, go ahead, we'll go with general thoughts before going into the the spoiler plot. So I guess like uh, Ian, what were your general thoughts on the movie? I was pleasantly surprised. Like I genuinely had a lot of fun with this film. Like it was it was just fun. I don't know. I really liked it. Okay. Uh, what about you, uh, Heath? I completely agree. It's actually a good movie, and I'm kind of pissed that I didn't hear about it or watch it. Yeah, like what the crap? Like I always thought it was like a like a B tier kind of kind of movie because no one talks about it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Made me super hype for what's to be with King versus Godzilla. I agree. So the first time I watched it, I was also very pleasantly surprised. I, I again, I didn't see it in theaters because I slept on it. Just I, I don't really like King Kong that much. Mm. Love Godzilla, but to me, just big monkey is not interesting. He's mm. a monkey, but he's really big. Like <laughs> especially since the 05 one, eh, it's just like I, how many times can you tell this story? Yeah. So I just think it didn't do a good job of presenting. Like the trailers and stuff didn't do a good job of presenting exactly what this is. And I also didn't know that it existed in the Godzilla universe. Yeah. So the movie came out in 2017, had a budget of $185 million yep, and a box office of 566.7. So actually did pretty good. That's not bad. Shockingly good, actually. I'm very impressed about that. And it had a Rotten Tomatoes score of 75%, which is very positive for uh, especially a monster movie, big monster movie, right. and an audience score of 69%. Nice. Well, you know, like that entire budget was all CGI. Like they freaking oh, CGI yeah. the crap with this movie. You know, I thought it was good. Which I mean, this movie came out in 2017. It was directed by Jordan Vote Roberts, who also directed not a lot actually. He did The hmm. Kings of Summer. Never seen that. Al- successful Alcoholics. Never see that. What Metal Gear Solid? Oh yeah, he's he's slotted. He's to gonna it. be directing the supposed Metal Gear Solid movie, which again, supposed. They've been talking about a Metal Gear Solid movie since like, the <laughs> 90s. Do you remember the rumor was? What's his name? Russell, not Russell Crowe. Who played, he uh, escaped from New York. Kurt Russell. That's who he is. He was supposed to be Snake. I haven't seen any of this really? stuff this guy's worked with. Destiny 2, The Legends Will Rise live action trailer. Yeah, it's just like a little trailer thing. It was written by Dan Gilroy and Max Borenstein, who Dan Gilroy also wrote... Oh wow, he wrote Nightcrawler, the um that is a Jake Gyllenhaal movie, which is like fantastic. That one. That was good. Roman J. Esquire, which I didn't see, but I heard apparently it was good. He did Velvet Buzzsaw, which was terrible. That was that Netflix horror movie with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as well. That movie was terrible. He wrote Real Steel, which is fun, perfectly yeah. fun. So yeah, actually competent writers. Max Bornstein, the other writer, The Terror, which I didn't. I didn't know. He also wrote Godzilla. He helped write Godzilla in 2014. That makes complete sense. 
screenplay by Derek Connolly, who did Jurassic World, which eh, Detective Pikachu he wrote. <laughs> uh, and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, meh. They also he also did something on Star Wars Episode Nine. But regardless, that's our creators. We also have Sam Jackson, Tom Hiddleston, Brie Larson, John C. Riley, John Goodman, and others. I'll get to them as I do this uh, the plot. So a lot going for this movie beforehand. Like it's got an all star cast, which was a, a big draw, especially for me when. I finally decided to see the movie because I'm like, I'll watch Loki and Captain Marvel <laughs> fight King Kong, really not knowing what it was about. So once again, feel free to interrupt me at any time. Anything you guys got to say, I'm going to do my stupid rundown of Kong Skull Island and then we'll get into our gradings and ratings. So the movie starts out with a dogfight in the sky, 1944, somewhere over the Pacific. And what I like about this is they don't show the dogfight because they're like, we don't, we have $165 million. It's, we have all Kong. We have yeah. to have Kong and these, <laughs> these monsters. So we cannot afford this. If we, if we show even one plane, like shooting at anything in the sky, over we will budget. go over budget. So yes, it just shows hair. them. Yep. <laughs> so they have a uh, white guy, America, USA land. And then you have Japanese guy and they have, a little stare off American pulls out a gun and the other guy, the Japanese guy, he misses every shot, by the way, <laughs> the not a great soldier. And then Japanese guy pulls out his little gun, misses every shot as well. And he also has a katana, which I don't know if that's racist. I don't know if pilots actually had katanas, war katanas in the plane. <laughs> I don't know how to fit, to be honest, <laughs> inclined to think it's a little messed up, but I digress. It, they go and they have like a little chase scene and they have a little fight and they do the thing that I hate in every movie with a blade. They've done it for sure in the first Deadpool movie and other stuff. They're fighting with the katana. American grabs the blade. Oh, dude, that this was nasty. will always make me cr- like curl oh, man, into my head. Oh. I hate that. I hate when they grab blades. I hate when you grab knives just because A, I'm a meat cutter. It's so like that is against the rules, like just in safety. But the idea of grabbing a, a blade to me. See, that, the way they did that it scene, too. yeah, that eh. scene though, it kind of They're like fighting the, over it. It kind of um, established kind of what this movie was going to be for me. Like, yes, yes. I, like, especially, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was just Godzilla was a little bit more low key in the sense of like, you know, any type of gore or I don't know, but I don't know. I I, I thought it was good. Let's not forget, this is PG 13, by the way. Wait, yeah. is it? And this movie gets away with some I stuff. I never would have guessed yeah. that. This is a freaking PG 13. Yeah, it is PG-13 as far as they can possibly go. They it, There are some stuff, and I'll get to that. And so while they're fighting over this sword, a uh, giant paw on the mountain that they're on, and then you get a silhouette of Kong. They do the cool little, I like like the reflection in the sword. They show Kong, and then they kind of come into him a little bit, cut away. So I definitely like that they, I feel like they got to learn a little bit from Godzilla, and they were like, okay, so people really didn't like the teasing aspect. So here's Kong. You see him for the, you know, for the most part Five minutes in and we're, you know, we'll get to him later. So cut to, I think, was it DC? I forgot. It might've been DC. I think it was DC. Might've been DC, but politics plays unimportant. We're here for a minute. So we get the little intro scene, like little title stuff. We get more stuff about Monarch. We get the little like logo and stuff. We get some cool Godzilla stuff in this little montage. You see like a picture of him and a circle around him. You get John Goodman, which I forgot he was, I've seen this movie, forgot John Goodman was in it. <laughs> and so it's He's 1973. It He's really good in it. Yeah. He 
acting wise, he is the Brian Cranston of this movie where yes. he does his best with some stupid stuff. Right. It's 1973 and we get some actors that I'm I'm familiar with where we get the guy who played Dr. Dre from Straight Outta Compton. Is it? He's our black guy. Nice. Yes. That's Dr. Corey Dre Hawkins. from Straight Outta Compton, which if you haven't seen it, it's a great movie. Watch Straight Outta Compton. Uh, we also get the dad from Step Brothers who's in this uh, for a second. He's in this scene. Yeah, he's, he's not... Not Senator long. something where he gives the green light to the project where John Goodman is like, we found this skull Island. We got to go to it. And he's like, no weirdo. You're going to tell us about monsters and crap. Cause again, the year is 1973. <laughs> the Godzilla nuke <laughs> test thing is still a secret. They don't know. And also I, I wrote down here too. So like the camera sweeps into this, I don't know, like city hall or Capitol. I don't know. And it reminded me extremely like heavily of the, the trial of Chicago seven, like the whole world is watching. The whole world is watching. <laughs> so we get in there and the they're again, they're trying to pitch like, we got to go to this Island. He's like, no loser. We're not doing this. And I'm like, but what if Russia gets there first? He's like, Oh, cold war. You got me. <laughs> go ahead. He's like, all right. Uh, by the way, BT dubs unimportant. We need military <laughs> escort to get us there as well. Sp- speaking of military, I was hoping that, this um like songs from this artist wouldn't be in this movie because i feel i feel like every single time there is a movie if it's vietnam in a helicopter there's gonna be clear water uh sorry yeah uh, credence clear water revival in every single movie that has anything to do around never fails vietnam or anything every single have one have you seen the meme where it's like in a uh, helicopter and it has like the f- switch that says like clear water like, <laughs> on because that's that's the rule i i stopped after like the fourth song but i wrote down the songs i'm like yep here we go yeah these are very much the vietnam songs that you would right. expect i do like a lot of the other music in it though like uh, they mean, play some fine. black sabbath in there and yeah it's uh, fine uh, as john goodman's doing his pitch he's like yeah you know because we nuked Godzilla and all this stuff. They're giving all stuff in. And they also, it's a throwaway line, but they established, cause I feel like this will matter more as this universe grows that Monarch was established in 1946, which if you notice is the year or uh, years before the nukes of, of Godzilla and Harry Truman established it. So just a little trivia to throw in there that, uh, may come up later. Cut to Vietnam. We have the actor that played easy E in <laughs> straight out of Compton. Man, yeah. I didn't even think about that. And if you guys watched the good place, no, I didn't. Dude, it's a good show. Good place I can't is a good stress show. that enough. It's a I great. It. He, did you you did you finish it? I did. Yes. It's great. It's a tight show where they don't waste time. I don't it get it. It's up, a great yeah. show. Pillboy is in this. Yes. <laughs> I'm so happy you watched it. He, I, th- I didn't think you watched it. Pillboy's in this, and we're also getting introduced to Sam Jackson. These are some soldier boys in Vietnam. Pillboy uh, was the, buff in this movie. Bro, did he look bigger. He looked, yeah, he he was like, oh, I'm playing a soldier. I'm going to work out. I'm, I'm used to seeing him as like a dumb dude in, right. in, in Pillboy. Uh, we get, I didn't see it on principle, but we also get the actor that played Dr. Doom in that fan four stick yeah. movie. I didn't watch, I didn't, I looked him up. I'm like, who is this dude? And fan, he, Doom and fan four stick is the, the guy. He is going to Sam Jackson. He's like, yeah, I can't wait to go home. See my son and my wife. He, I wrote down accent because this dude's accent is terrible. <laughs> see, I've always wondered about accents like that. Like, uh, how exaggerated is that? Because, I mean, I know, like, even in that time, like, people did kind of talk a little different. Like, you know, oh, good gravy and things like that. 
I don't um, know. We live in the South. Yeah. We're familiar with Southern accents. This dude's talking like that. Can't wait go, to go home with my boy. And I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> anyway, so like they're, we're getting an idea that Sam Jackson is a little bit, like not all the way there. It's a tiny little splash. We'll get there afterwards. Yeah, spent too much time in Vietnam for sure. Yeah, he's he's been in that stuff. So the cut to the John Goodman and Dr. Dre are going trying to find uh, a guide. They have to go in. So they go to this bar, which I wrote down. This bar looks like it would smell bad. Thank oh God we don't have like smell vision with movies yet here. Yes. Cause it's a, it just looks sweaty and gross. Cause it's yeah. clearly a brothel along with a bar because there's like little shoddy, cl- like clothes, pins, like little curtains being drawn and they're totally banging in this bar. Yeah. It probably smells like cigarettes, cheap liquor. It looks and, gross. And sex. It smells gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you meet Loki who's in this movie, which man, t- Tom Hiddleston's a good-looking dude. Yeah, and he, he's, he's a ta- he's a talented actor. Because looking, I get why people would forget that this is Loki. Because looking at him, you wouldn't really know that it's Loki. Well, based on just like his hair's his different, presence. and you know his he he's got facial hair. And oh no, he doesn't have facial hair, but he might. Have yeah, I went the whole movie. movie without even realizing that it was Tom Hiddleston, and then I was like, oh, that's Loki. Okay, but <laughs> my intro- the introduction to Loki here is hysterical because it's. They have to establish this is the tough guy. This is right. every single movie. Of, yeah. This is the guy, the guy. I was Maybe trying cliches. I was racking my brain of like other examples of this, but we've seen this guy before. Uh, but the intro to him is he's sinking a pool shot and the cue ball is like three inches away from the other ball. <laughs> that is it, one inch away from the whole, like the, the pocket. So he like so taps it shot. in. Yeah, it's not like the cool shot of like him bouncing it off some stuff and sinking it. It's like three balls in the pocket. Putting it in. (laughs) And then like the guy's like, oh, I'm not going to pay you. And then Tom Hiddleston, Loki grabs a pool cue and beats up a bunch of dudes. And we get some line from from, uh, Fred Flintstone, I'll call him that, of like, oh, I want to talk to him. Now that's a guy you want to talk to. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, that. And so like they're, they're talking for a second and Loki is this like this guy who's just he's the guy, the tough guy. Uh, I'm trying to think of an example of him where he's like, you're going to go like whatever, like, oh, you need this, this and that. Uh, Cause he's, he's just the guy, he's the expert in the thing and he's tough and grizzled. And it's just, you get, he's a stoic dude. You get the line earlier that I forgot to mention. That was just, it was an interesting line from John Goodman. He's like, never judge a man for what he drinks, just how he holds it. I'm like, that's interesting. <laughs> I think you're kind of going for like an uncharted pro. kind of character. Yeah. You know, like he kind of looks like him a little bit. He could have yeah. been Nathan yeah. Drake. You know, fine, way more than to- <laughs> than uh, than Spider Man or Sully, at least. Or whatever it is, Sully. Yeah, I think Sully. Yeah, so that happens, and then we're introduced to Brie Larson, who is the photographer chick. She's got a bunch of pictures in like the red room with you know all the photography crap. Uh, she wants to get a scoop on Skull Island. She gets a call from somebody I didn't pay attention to. They're like, oh, we're going to go to the Skull Island. So cut to the, the they're about to get onto the boat, and I have written here soldiers about to get an STD. <laughs> what? Because they're walking in. I think they were following the camera's following Brie Larson. She's going to the boat, and you see a prostitute like holding the hand of like a sailor, like in the sailor right. suit, oh, like the okay. cracker jacks looking dude, like pulling that. him like away, like down the street. And I'm like, that dude's about to get the clap. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Captain. Oh yeah. So we're introduced. Another character is Captain Holtz from Brooklyn Nine Nine's husband is in this movie. He's also in The Good Place. He plays the 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 demon guy oh okay, yes the, yes yes okay, he doesn't do a lot in this movie which is shocking no he's pretty yeah pretty he's, side character yeah so he's shocked that mason weaver is a woman 
Because <laughs> Brie Larson introduced, she's like, Mason Weaver, photographer. He's like, Weaver's a woman. She's like, yep, sure am. Military's race, uh, sexist in the 70s. <laughs> and uh, she goes and talks to Sam Jackson. He's like, oh, you were in that stuff. So we get that Brie Larson's, a, or Captain Marvel's a grizzled photographer who's been in the, the stuff. Right. And we get a little bit more hints that Sam Jackson's crazy. And they we cut to projector scene. This we can have our bingo cards for exposition. these movies. Another exposition projector scene, which this was a little lighter on the exposition, but it was there. So they're they're like this is Skull Island, which I gotta say I like the design of the Skull Island, where you it looks like a skull enough, but it isn't like stupid, blaring apparent. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Where it's like no, that, that can look that can be like a a formation that happens to exist with in it looks like a skull. So that happens, and their plan is they're going to fly over the island they're gonna drop a bunch of bombs to get a map of it geographically like they do a little quip of like oh you hear that boys we're scientists and like the <laughs> captain holt's husband's like you're not scientists which on rewatch i gotta say not a fan of the dialogue in this movie from yeah. most of the characters some of them like john goodman are good but a lot of them i didn't care for and that's the type of thing where it's like some of the humor doesn't land mm-hmm. where the, that was a joke in the movie where they're like, right. we're scientists. <laughs> He's like, you're not scientists. That, and all you had to do was just like show him the actor kind of like be annoyed, shaking his yeah, head or just yeah. something. Yeah. Show us the joke. Yeah. One, th- one thing I do kind of like about this movie is that I do kind of like that the dialogue kind of takes a backseat a little bit where you don't have to have like a full fledged like storyline for every single character. It's just, it, it kind of focuses on the action. It focuses on the monsters and, you know, so yeah, that was a really stupid line, but I am kind of glad yeah. that this movie does um, kind of put dialogue on the backseat a little bit. I guess you're kind of yeah, right, because like, now that you say that, I kind of feel like everyone's personality was kind of implied, and yeah. you kind of like fill in the gaps pretty easily. Like, okay, yeah. so that's yeah, that get, character. Like, that's like that show character. it, yeah. don't don't say it, show it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I'll, I'll get to, we, we'll get to that in a sec once they really start letting these characters be characters. Uh, next scene is Loki looking at a bunch of like boxes and crates, and I have beef with it. He's using a lighter. And he's looking at weapons and bombs and stuff. Like he's like, huh, bomb with a lighter looking at these things. And uh, you get this the sexual tension scene between yep. Loki and and Captain Marvel, which I didn't care for because it doesn't really go anywhere. And yeah, to me, yeah. it's just like, why do they have to have this sexual tension? Like to me, it it didn't add anything. It was just like obligatory of like they're both yeah. good looking. There are leads. They got to have maybe want to bang, maybe not want to bang. <laughs> Let it be platonic. It's fine if it's platonic. Yeah. It's not important. And if it is sexual, they don't even build later, like build into it. But I digress. Cut to the boat because they're about to go. They're on this like big freighter about to go to uh, get closer to where the island is because there's a big storm around the island and they're going to try to get through that later. And we get this scene. I just a bunch of shirtless soldiers growing it up. <laughs> it was like Top Gun. Hugging each other. I was waiting. Yeah, I was waiting for the volleyballs. <laughs> yeah. You got Brie Larson taking pictures of them. And they're just, it. I'm like, oh, we're just kissing, but it's not gay. We're just hanging out, bro. <laughs> or I'm like, you know what? That's fine. But if it wasn't such hate for each other for that. But regardless, they're talking about, they approach the storm and they're talking about how the storm is really dangerous. And one of the scientist dudes is like, we're not going through there. We're, we're calling it. And I think like John Goodman's like, uh, we're going into that storm. We're going to call it on a counter rain. He's like, this isn't rain, dude. Look at this evil storm. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty crazy. It's a horrifying looking storm. This is budget too. This is money too. Oh yeah. And they're like, 
again, like to me, it's where the humor doesn't always land. It's the scene of I'm not getting on that helicopter. <laughs> Jump cut. cut to him getting in the helicopter. Yeah, yeah. It, it just it didn't land for me. They all get into the helicopter and they fly through the storm. We had a cool little scene of them in formation on like, uh, going through the storm where it, it is a heavy storm. And then they, uh, we get the, the cool little like Easter egg, uh, nod from Sam Jackson as they're going through it. He's like, hold on to your butts, which is his <laughs> line from Jurassic park where right before he like flips the thing, which is great. So they make it through the storm. They're in skull or on skull Island and it's beautiful. And they start dropping these bombs on these things. And I got to say, and we, we can take a break here and or talk about it. the, shift in tone when the tree is flying Dude, towards the helicopter was incredible that shocked me yes. so much i was not expecting that that was amazing that was so good yeah and which it kicks off our i mean really first action scene if you don't count the initial fight that whole scene was so baller yeah that Dude, was i loved the shot of you get i think like kong destroys a bunch of helicopters and you get the cool shot of like the sun it's it's the vietnam yes. shot if you get in this is his silhouette. Yes. And so, the helicopter's so cool. coming in. It looks amazing. I'm super into it. Not only that, but like the way there's like camera like spinning around him as he going into the helicopters and then out into the next helicopter. Like it the scale man. is amazing where the he you're in the helicopter and it's like horrifying because the dude gets thrown off the helicopter. Guy's holding on for dear life in the helicopter and it's like rising up and you just see some like it it pulls it up. Kong pulls it up to his like his face and then like a dude it, he falls out of the helicopter. He falls into Kong's mouth and right <laughs> as Kong's about to eat him, it cuts to to, sandwich, uh, right? to homeboy eating a sandwich. Which <laughs> oh I'm yeah, like, PG thirteen baby. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a violent scene. They got away with some stuff because people died in Dude, that scene. I don't know how they did even that. further on though, which. I'm sure you're going to get into like, I, I was shocked mm-hmm. that this wasn't radar. So what I love is the, so like they're, they, they crash land. Cause the scene goes on for a bit as well. So they, they crash land and like the helicopters are like trying to sort themselves out. Kong is chasing after these soldiers and they're like in the field. And one soldier goes like, run to the side, you idiot. And, like, oh, they, so good. Yeah. Field, and then Kong <laughs> steps on a dude, <laughs> which I, I, I adore that. There's a Prometheus uh, and I have, and I have here uh, Kong wins because he kills everyone but our main cast, which is, you know, that's why you have all these yeah. soldiers because you're like, there, there's way too many soldiers, like who people who made it through this storm. <laughs> They're just fodder to establish that Kong, to establish Kong and his character and like how uh, capable he is. Uh, so we get our char- like our characters and I don't have, I, can't, I can't remember all their names, but we get my game over man guy which I like is the dude with the bandana on the radio. Yeah. Like, oh, is yeah. anyone not going to talk about what we just saw? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, where, where are we? Oh, we're X clicks from here. Like, do we have like, where like, we got to go to our evac point. And he's like, is no one going to talk about this? <laughs> we saw a giant monkey and no one's going to freak out. I like him. Cause he kind of stands in for the audience there. And uh, again, the ones we care about are still alive. And so we, we have, I think three parties that we follow. We have, Loki, Captain Marvel, we have Sam Jackson and uh, and John Goodman, and we have one more guy. We have Doctor Doom, Soldier Boy, who I don't... Is he separated at this point? He might be separated at this point. I yeah, think he is. Yeah, yeah he's with the, he's that one other guy. And they're yeah, like, I think the those are beans. our three parties. What's the, guy, that? the guy that's eating the can of beans that you're talking about? No, no. no that's... Uh, Soldier boy, he will get him. He's writing this like the dear Billy or whatever thing. Oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's by himself. The yep. letter to his son. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's by himself. He may be. Regardless, he gets by himself at some point. So we have the three parties, and 
we get the little sit down conversation from John Goodman where he gets like to give us the rundown where Sam Jackson pulls a gun on him. He's like, what is going on? Where are we? And he's like, monsters exist, which I love. I just, I love the delivery of it. And just the, the statement of monsters exist. Just blunt. Yeah. I'm like, awesome. He's like, well, gathered that from the giant monkey. And he's like, yeah, uh, we specialize, like I come from Monarch and we specialize in, which is a, it's a fun thing if you pay attention to, he's like, we specialize in massive unidentified terrestrial organisms, which is Muto, which we mm-hmm. get in Godzilla, which technically this movie comes before Godzilla timeline wise. So that's just, it's cool that they do that. Yeah. Why can't they not and call him gives, Kaiju? Is that, is there a reason why they can't call him Kaiju? I don't know. I think the reason they don't call it Kaiju is because Pacific Rim like l- leaned into it a lot. Hmm. Which it Pacific Rim is also legendary. The the guys who made this movie, so they can totally exist in the same world. Yeah. I don't know why they're so afraid to call him kaiju. That's a good question. And he gives them the rundown of like we drop bombs, we tried kill creatures. We learned that either now or later, we learned that John Goodman was on one of the ships that Godzilla destroyed, and he was like the only survivor of it. He saw Godzilla. He saw. He doesn't name drop it, which I love. He just says like this creature, and I saw it like this lifeless thing that with no compassion or whatever he just he describes like godzilla which is incredible we think maybe it could not be but i mm-hmm. believe it's godzilla that he describes which is super super cool uh follow captain marvel loki and they're water going past this watering hole we get this giant water buffalo thing and i uh, guess yeah, so it, it yeah and then uh game over man guy like aims his gun at it. he's like no don't do it <laughs> and he just he kind of like saunters off and uh camera f- okay so what i'm having in this scene when i wrote down is I was really scared for a second where like it's a cool little, it reminds me of the scene from the Jurassic park where the brontosaurus, they're in the trees and the brontosaurus yeah, is there. And you just get the, like, it's beautiful. It's tranquil. And like Brie Larson takes a picture yes. of their camera and I was like, Oh God, don't do the thing with the flash. And Oh yeah, no, yeah. they don't do it. Thank you so much writers for not doing that cliche. I guess I'll just because, say now I feel like the whole movie was just crapping on tropes constantly. Like, this Which I happen. yeah, thank God. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think it it it's it does a good job of taking what should be a cliche movie and stepping on a lot of cliches, which is mm-hmm. amazing. Thank God. Like seriously, I'm like, this is gonna ruin this whole movie for me. Cause I again I can't remember uh since the first time I saw this. I'm like, does this set it? Nope. Takes she's smart enough, just takes a picture of it, they walk <laughs> away, everyone's good. Uh what I have here, literally in my notes, is PG 13 spider death. Oh my that's <laughs> dude. Not oh my gosh. So there, Sam so Jackson big. and his people are walking through this like bamboo field, like forest thing. And all of a sudden dude in the back goes, Wah! and it cuts back and he has a bamboo shoot shoved through his mouth. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I literally took out my phone. I'm like, is this PG 13? There's no totally PG 13. You, you keep saying that. Got, I still don't believe it. He got skewered <laughs> on this bamboo part, shoot. Part of me like, wonders if like, this is like a director's bloody. cut version on HBO dude, and they show all the stuff they couldn't show in theaters. I don't, think so i'm pretty sure that's still pg-13 th- that was it didn't show blood. for pg-13 horrifying. the only real blood we get in this movie is from kong yeah yeah so i think it might be okay but regardless though this precedes a a, a cool action scene which i i, I mean i'll they'll get to later but the the creatures in this world in this movie are i think are really cool yeah, oh, yeah. design wise the bamboo shoot spider later we get uh like a a log cricket thing like a like yeah a like it's cricket. a super i like the designs of some of these creatures uh i got spider design is cool uh more people die doesn't really matter we get uh, while this is happening cut to brie larson and loki they're 
they find like these little ruins and the ninja people kind of like come out of the, <laughs> the shadow people. of the paintings, which is kind of cool. And that's when we get my boy, John C. Riley, who <laughs> Dude, I was is a worried treat. about him in this movie, but he's a treat in everything he's in. I just, yes. I did and not think yeah, he would I was land nervous in this too, movie, initially. but I was very surprised. Like I loved his character so much. I was so nervous good. initially where I'm like, Oh God, please don't like go too much yeah. in this movie. But I think they do a good job with him in this movie. He has depth, like kind of sorrowful moments and stuff, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go there. He's apparently been on this Island for 28 years, 11 months. And I think like three failed attempts, X, X amount of failed attempts. So he's our American soldier who was in the beginning of the movie. Uh, which is big because a it show it tells us a lot that Kong didn't kill them in right. that earlier scene. So cut to uh, Doctor Doom, who is by himself. He's at the watering hole trying to fill up his thing. We get like a little in the background. You see like a creature kind of come over a crest, and the whole time it does a again it does a great job of tampering your expectations, yep. where you're like, okay, he's about to get grabbed or fight this the monster's about to eat him, and then he, that doesn't happen. Kong scum, stumbles in. He's because he got wounded from the helicopter fight. And he's like drinking water and uh, he's like pouring the water on himself. And I have written here, uh, how deep is this water? Because homeboy <laughs> is like wading in the water himself. And then Kong is able to like sit in it, like kneel in the water. And yeah. a creature is able to hide under it and then pop up. Huge creature. I digress. Uh, a little detail that I liked in that scene is when Kong is, he like scoops up the water. If you look at the water, you see like blood in the water as he scoops it with his hand. It's just a tiny mm. detail. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. That's that CGI Definitely, at like, work. Yeah. Super, super cool. It doesn't need to be as cool as it is, but it is. Uh, and Kong has, it's this awesome fight scene where Kong fights this uh, squid thing. And then he, after he kills it, he eats it, which is just great. And so what I have, uh, eventually we, it gets further cemented. But again, what I mentioned in the Godzilla movie, these monsters need personalities and cause it's super easy for just to be a bland, blah, 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 monster, Duh, just big monster. It's easy to write off and it ends up, they don't realize, but it ends up ruining the movie and you don't root for this monster. I love Kong's personality in this. I agree. He's very, again, he's old man. He just, he's a protector and uh, he's a huge simp, which we'll get to later. So. <laughs> uh, little village. So we get, John C. Riley takes all the Captain Marvel and them to his village where we get a bunch of people and it's getting a little bit of backstory there. He's like, yeah, these people are, they've outgrown, you know, property and money. They just, they live here. And you know, the, we got the ones who lives in the trees and the monsters and they have this, like, it's kind of fortified where he's like, it's safe here from the, you don't want to go like be out at night and you don't want the bad monsters. <laughs> basically we're learning. This is a terror. It's basically Jumanji, this, uh, this Island. Yeah. So, uh, they go inside this the one of the boats that crashes, which is I, I believe it's the I don't know for sure I I didn't pay attention to it. That might be the boat that Godzilla destroyed earlier uh, hmm. in the aforementioned scene with John Goodman. I don't know for sure, but I'm inclined to think so. Anyway, inside the boat, there's a bunch of exposition where they're they're like it's a shrine to he's like yeah Kong is a god here and he's basically king, which is interesting because they're really dancing around calling him King Kong. Yeah, <laughs> and certainly interesting. I think it's purposeful. Oh, it and is. I think that's they were saving it for Godzilla v Kong. I think that's going to come up because they the name of the movie is Kong Skull Island, not King Kong Skull Island. And so I just, I think they're saving it. So he's like, yeah, he's a king. He's a good king too. Uh, they worship him. He keeps to himself. He fights the the bad guys, the the skull crawlers. And they're like, oh, why do you why do you call it that? He's like, it sounds cool. <laughs> and here's a scene where I I'll, I'll actually give them credit. 
this could have been a terrible joke that didn't work. But yeah. for me, the actors pulled, made it work. Yeah. John I'll C. Riley's delivery made it work. Brie Larson and uh, and Loki made it work. Where there's like, no, no, the, the, the name is it's, it's it is cool. And he's like, I've never said it out loud before, okay? But saying it out loud, I realize it sounds stupid. Like, <laughs> also, I, random I think th- they made it work. On John C. Riley's back, it says it's good for your health. Is that a Steve Brule Easter egg? <laughs> it might be. I didn't even notice. Because he has like a, it's good. Here's for the you. fun part: is that even is that a real tattoo that just made it into the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know if John C. Riley actually has that. That's amazing. It, it's honest. Yeah. I, I didn't know that at all. So uh, we get the, the, the skull crawlers killed Kong's family, which is interesting. So we had in this world, Kong had parents and the skull crawlers killed his parents. So he's the last of his kind. And uh, he, but he also kind of like drops the little foreshadow Easter egg of the big one. You don't want to wake <laughs> up the big one. And I'm like, the, clearly we're getting this guy later for a final fight. <laughs> So cut to Sam Jackson and his people where we get more stuff that John, uh, that Sam Jackson's unhinged. Cause you get the like gross bird and for no reason, John, Sam Jackson kills it pop, pop. and they're trying to, yeah, they're trying to like find, uh, they're trying to find Dr. Doom. Cause I guess they've separated at this point and he's, he's trying to find him. That's his, his mission. And cut back to Loki and Captain Marvel. And they're like, we got to get back to the uh, act, the exit point. The, the abstract, what was it called? The uh, extract. The one? extract point, yeah. The extract point at th- in three days. He's like, you can't make it in three days uh, uh, walking, but we can make it at, like something else. And though we, we have this riggedy boat that he plans, that they plan to do. Uh, Brie, Brie Larson acts, it's a fun little scene. Brie Larson acts very National Geographic, taking pictures of the locals. <laughs> locals are taking pictures there. Getting a lot of propaganda where uh, no one, no journalistic integrity. She's ha- she has a prerogative here where she's like telling them all to do the peace, the sign, peace sign, yeah, right, stuff because it's Vietnam. She's yeah. like, I'm a war journalist. You're like, okay, but with an agenda. All right, let's be clear. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't go unbiasedly to these people like, hey, what do you think of uh, LBJ? What do you think of the war in Vietnam? <laughs> they didn't do that. They were like, say peace. That way we can show later that even these indigenous people who have never heard of of war in America. Anyway, I digress. Uh. I have a scene. So like Brie Larson hears a scary noise outside the fence and just walks to it. <laughs> Very stupid thing there. And so it's a, it's a water Buffalo thing under the a helicopter and she goes up to it and she has this, I don't know, preconceived notion. She's like, I can lift this helicopter. Yeah, like, I was, Mama's, yeah that was girl power. I could do yeah. this. It's like it's a helicopter that's holding a beast of burden. Mama, that was one of my BGs <laughs> for this movie. I was like, really? She's like, hey, is she really I trying mean, this? What part of you thought you could do this? <laughs> and what the scene could have been cooler in my opinion, where, cause we know, and we're like, this is so stupid, but like, she's lifting it. And I would have liked more if she actually lifted it yeah. and then it's revealed Kong. It just seems like an easy thing to do, but like she kind of like lifts it backs off. And then the thing is like picked up and tossed again. It's Kong who has this very like lingering moment with her where we get the first little te- teasings of simp Kong and <laughs> uh, plans. Yeah. So then it's again, it's Kong is not evil. He is willing to, he saves this creature. He's a protector. So during the scene, they're filling John C. Riley in. This is kind of fun. Where they're like, so what happened? Uh, he's like, did, did we win the war? And he's like, which war? He's like, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> and he's uh, he's like, how are the Cubs doing? And they're like, suck. <laughs> and like they have a little back and forth there. He's like, we put a man on the moon too, just blowing John C. Riley's mind. Uh, we get the little thing that he's like, oh, I've got like a wife and uh, and son at home. Never met him. 
And so a little, this is just for me. Uh, I watched my baby today. So we watched a bunch of cartoons. We watched uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2 today. And it's just, <laughs> he did nothing for uh, Wreck-It Ralph where the director was just, he's like, so like, what do you want me to do with my voice? Like, do you just do your voice for <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph. Don't change even a little bit of it. He's like, all right, I'll do that. I can't do it, John C. Riley. But uh, he, it's a little, it's a fun little uh, scene, just kind of getting through these characters. Uh, cut to Doctor Doom, where we get the the cool log monster where he's by himself, and jump scare, skull crawler kills him, which I was actually a little shocked with that they they killed him. And actually, we do get some blood, but it's like splattered on a tree. But right. it's to confirm that he died, and so I was shocked. I'm like, really? I'm just gonna kill him? I'm like, interesting story. Okay, I have no idea what's gonna happen now. Yeah. Uh, again, I have here. I love John C. Riley. I can't even <laughs> recall what. Oh, they're on the. Uh, it's it's nighttime, and he's just doing John C. Riley's just doing his thing. And uh, oh, that's what the scene is. He's talking to uh, the soldier or the the scientist guy who didn't want to get on the helicopter. And he's like, John C. Riley's kind of gone crazy on this island. <laughs> and he's just like, I don't know if I'm talking right now or you're talking right now. He's like, Oh, I'm, that bit, yeah. He's like, I'm right gonna stop you before the night's over. That has to be improved. <laughs> this this scene has to be improved. He's like, because I he's like, you're I see your mouth talking right now, so I feel like you're talking. He's like, it 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 wasn't. It's not moving. It wasn't moving at all. He's like, I'm gonna hurt you by the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really loved a lot of like parts in this movie where it kind of gave me like Jurassic Park vibes, where did they did not Jurassic feel Park. bad about killing off like not main Anyone. characters, but like people that are throughout the movie. You know what I mean? Absolutely, they were pretty. I, I loved there. that aspect of it. But it, the the joke that John C. Riley did remind me of the uh, the. Do you remember the old Greg? Bit? <laughs> I'm old Greg. <laughs> It's like, I'm going to hurt you. What? I said, I like you. John C. Riley's like, I'm going to hurt you by the end of the night. And he's kind of looks at him like, ah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and he's kind of like lingers on it for a second. <laughs> it's great. To me, just John C. Riley just owns that scene. I love John C. Riley. Everything yeah, he's, he's in. Yeah, he's good. Uh, and then cut to uh, Brie Larson's trying to take a picture of the or- uh, Aurora Borealis thing that they have on the Skull Island. Because why not? Magic Island, why don't they have one there? Even though it's all about like atmosphere and... Uh, the way the light hits like the atmosphere and scatters through, but they, whatever. Why wouldn't it have one on this crazy island? And she has a scene. She's like, I want to take a open. Ian's a he's a photographer. You'll get this. But she's yeah, like, I want to have an open exposure shot, but I don't have a flashlight. And in my head, I'm like, What do you need a flashlight? Yeah, it took me for? a second to understand. Not, I was like, What does she do need? Do you not know how for? open exposure works? It's just you leave <laughs> your camera takes picture, just leaves the aperture open for a long time, letting in a lot of light. That's how you get the cool aurora borealis pictures and stars. And like Loki's like try this with this lighter that they're for infatuated with and she uses it to let's like change her camera to the open aperture setting yeah <laughs> and I'm like what you this is your camera like you're a journalist who's been in the stuff and you don't know your little things it, it was to me a very dumb way of having them again having that sexual tension yeah yeah well, where I'm like do it another way here, why that made no sense here's from a thing with the camera standpoint. part though like Remind me, okay, so was the camera a black and white camera? Uh, maybe. Because I'm pretty it sure was, it was. At least like they, taking... they showed it like as black and white. Because if you are, then you're doing... <laughs> yeah, it's a black and white <laughs> picture. It's a black and white picture of the colored Borealis. lights. <laughs> oh my That's what God. I was thinking the entire time. I'm like, what a magical... What are you dude. doing an open exposure for of these <laughs> lights? You can't see them on a black and white photo. And so. what a magical lens. That, that bad boy... Not no, because it's it's it doesn't have like a zoom in or out or anything. That bad boy is just boom. <laughs> yeah, the whole it's time. It's probably just God like forbid. a fixed lens. I mean, 
It's those old school cameras, yeah. which whatever. So little sexual tension scene there. Uh, again, Kong has great personality. It cuts to him like in the skull and he's like staring at the beautiful sky. And again, it's just, they do a great job of giving him personality and you get to compare them to like Godzilla where Kong is going to be our, you know, supposed to be our hero unquote for the, for the, for the movie where they got to make it work where Godzilla has gone crazy. Kong is our savior. And they just, in this movie, I love Kong. I just, I love his, like, cause I, I don't have a natural, like a, uh, any like emotion towards him beforehand, but in this movie, they do a great job of just like, he just seems so, I don't know, genuine and lonely too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which it fits to his whole sympathy. <laughs> so the boat leaves and uh, they get this, again, this great thing from John C. Riley where he's saying goodbye to the villagers and it isn't much. Mm-mm. He's just like, so I guess I'll be going now. And like the villagers do like a little head by thing. And he's like almost in tears. <laughs> like after they just give him like a head nod. He's like, well, if you're ever in Chicago, give uh, <laughs> me up. And they kind of like, they back off and I have here cool gate. Because they, they go to the wall and the gate looks like, yeah, like a yeah. skirt, well, which uh, is super dope. I was wondering about that. Like, so they have that gate that opens up. So, do they have other boats that they use? Like, I guess I don't saying. know. I, I don't know. Uh, we also I forgot to mention we get the the Japanese guy died uh, earlier, yeah. I guess years ago or somewhat. A skull crawler killed him, and so John C. Riley, I I super love this. It didn't even really need to exist. It just I don't know. It's just it's good storytelling. It's just good writing when. He's like, that man, take off the uniform, and he was my brother. Like, they were there for, like, 30 years, like, 28 years. I don't know when the Asian guy died, but these men who were enemies in World War II, all of a sudden are, they're all they have for each other. They don't even speak the same language, really. Like, they're all they have for each other on this island. And so I just, it's a great side story thing that really, it's not even a side story. It's just a great little character thing to add for John C. Riley because he, like, Mm -hmm. takes, he's like, we swore we'd never leave each other, and, like, takes the katana out. And yeah. heads off. I'm like, yeah, we got freaking John C. Riley with a katana. <laughs> uh, open. Oh, so uh, I have a little note here. It stresses me out. So Dr. Dre is, is here. And I also forgot to mention we have this little cute Asian chick. Does oh, nothing okay. in this movie. Doesn't Not need to be in this movie at all. She's just fodder. Doesn't need to be in this movie. And it's just maybe and maybe she'll die. I don't know why she exists. She says like three lines the entire movie. And I put, she's stressing me out the way she's trying to open this can. She has a can and she has a knife. And she's trying to cut the can open. Now everyone imagine how you want to open a can with a knife. You want to like grab it, like the handle, like with a grasp and you want to stab down into the thing, whatever she's holding it. Like she's cutting a steak (laughs) into this can and it's stressing me out. I hate it. And then Dr. Dre's like, allow me. And he's like, ah, I cut myself. She's like, yeah, allow me. And then they're like eating out of it. Whatever. It's just that scene messed with me. I don't like cutting. I don't like yeah, cutting yeah. myself. That's a huge, huge thing for me. The, the next scene, uh, though, or the next part of that scene. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of like setting up. So they're like, oh, peaceful. And at this point in my, they do, a, again, they do a great job. Because in my head, I'm like, things are going pretty Things are turning up because actually, no. So what happened was they uh, they're on the radio and they managed to get in contact with Sam Jackson and right. and John Goodman. And they're like, oh, Flare. Oh, you're right around the river bend. We're coming. We're on our way. Awesome. Ah, bird comes down. <laughs> <laughs> Swipes the scientist dude who didn't want to get on the helicopter out in the air. And this dude got he didn't deserve this death. No. He lost Where an arm. Like the they like they like just him up him and they're, like, in him around. <laughs> And what ticked me off here is no one is shooting. And to me, shoot either way. Right, right. 
it reminded me of the scene from uh, did you ever see starship troopers yes yeah 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 where like the dude gets carried away by the monster thing and like the general's like give me your gun and he aims at the soldier kills the soldier he's like you all better do that for me if i'm ever in <laughs> yeah, that situation the least they could have done was taking that dude out right. out of his misery because he did we Just i don't even slice yeah, we don't even know if he died there we don't even know if he died there yeah for all we know they cut they severed dude, his they arm like and then they carried him off to his baby off. he probably bled to death he probably bled to you know i don't he went to shot regardless though they should then again no one fired a PG single shot 13 movie showed a man in midair being dismembered, dismembered. by birds <laughs> like savage this poor dude deserved better than that who what is that? I, I, I'm gonna straight up Jurassic Park vibes, though. I Who mean, like is this guy because I've seen him in stuff. Things like this in John this movie Ortiz. gave me Jurassic Park vibes, where it's like you know things might kind of be on the up and up, like you said, and then yeah. like comes in like just out of nowhere, just someone like gets killed, just randomly. Paradox. So. He was in Silver Linings Playbook, Alien vs Predator Requiem, which my God, I forgot that existed. <laughs> I. I've seen this guy and stuff and I can't recall what I've seen him in. Uh, anyway, I, I'll, I'll move on. I'll move on. Anyway, uh, regard way too graphic death. But at that point too, it's great because I'll, in my head, I'm like, things have been kind of turning up too good for them. We haven't had a death since Dr. Doom. Uh, they got to go look for Dr. Doom though. So they all rendezvous together and they're like, all right, well, let's go, let's go, let's leave. Sam Jackson's like, uh-uh, we got to go get Dr. Doom. And they're like, oh, do we really have to? He's like, it's a soldier out there. And we're like, all right, we'll go. We'll go get Dr. Doom. And so Loki, at this point, what I wrote down, I feel like Loki hasn't earned his character at this point in the movie. We haven't, he hasn't earned this tough guy. I'm the guide. I'm like a survivalist thing at this point. They haven't given him enough to really justify his character because say again, Sam Jackson goes to him. He's like, oh, we're going to go get him. And he's like, I, I guess we'll go get him then. And John C. Riley's like, this is stupid. We're going to die. <laughs> You're all, you guys are a bunch, good bunch of dudes to die with because we're going to skull crawler territory. That's actually a really good line, the way he delivers it. Yeah. You Again, John C. Riley's he's a treasure. <laughs> he's just like lost his mind. Yeah. He's like, we're going to die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, cut to the elephant graveyard from Lion King where... <laughs> The they get this really cool scene where you have the the skull and like the the skeleton of Kong's parents, which is really mm-hmm. it's a cool little thing. And uh, they go through and they're trying to find Doctor Doom, and they're like head this way, I guess, through this horrible horribleness. I would go around it personally, <laughs> but they go through this thing, and uh, the they get attacked by the the monsters, and it's very convenient that one of the monsters like regurgitates its food, like a snake and it's a skull and with dog tags attached to it, which fine. But (laughs) I was like, that is, that's dumb. That makes no sense of why it didn't eat anything else. It happened to catch. Luckily his dog tag was attached to his like neck, (laughs) like bone that man. It's whatever. Sure. I digressed. Uh, eh, Whatever. It, it, It was dumb. They could have done a, dozen different ways to make that work but regardless it shows us that doc it gives the characters knowledge that dr doom is dead and so they're like, oh so we don't have to go find dr doom or we can leave and all this is going on they're getting attacked by monsters a bunch of jobbers are dying left and right a bunch of red shirts are being killed <laughs> and uh they they do a little foreshadowing thing where like the dude puts out a cigarette and oh big fire big gas so like oh so it's very important guys that we don't do fire stuff because there's gas here cut to the guy with a flamethrower <laughs> who's trying to kill these things 
no downside there initially at least uh he gets knocked back and then his thing explodes kills a bunch of dudes and then like a bunch of people die but no one from the main cast psych john goodman is there and he's like huh i guess i've served my purpose in giving all the exposition of monarch (laughs) picked up and eaten and i'm like oh my god they killed john goodman yeah so that was shocking and I, it, I it was love kind of funny though with the whole like flash like thing where he's like trying to get his camera Dude, to work and he's like trying to yeah. see the flash. Is so cool. <laughs> he's like, oh, that dang. Is so dope. God, that was dang. awesome. And <laughs> swipe. It's great. Again, a moment where the humor, yeah. uh, humor the humor lands for this movie more often than not. Uh, but no, the, we skip the next scene of him, yeah. of the monster, like with the flashing. Yeah. Yeah. The fog and stuff. That is Just such going a good down scene. his thing. I'm like, oh, that's messed up. Poor dude. Uh, I, I skipped, oh, actually I'll get out of the scene. Then I'll come back to it. So they're, they're trying to fight off these things and we get what I freaking love. We get John C. Riley pulling out the katana yeah. and in Japanese goes death before dishonor. I'm like, dude, <laughs> why is he so cool? Cause he could have said it in English, but he said it in Japanese, which makes it a billion times cooler. Yeah. yeah. And then he starts going to town on these freaking like little bat flying bird things. Yeah. Uh, then Loki j- runs by him. is like sword, which I hate that John C. Riley. I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> but he talks Loki the sword and we get a slow-mo thing where he slices a bunch of things with one hand. I didn't like it. It was cool, but yeah. respect the katana, man. Weeb it up a little bit. <laughs> anyway, he does all that stuff because he wants to go and save. Uh, I forgot. I think it was uh, headband guy, game over guy, or something. I don't yeah. know. Brie Larson or something. Regardless, though, the everyone is fine at this point, and uh, they're like, "Dude's dead. There's no reason for us to be here. Let's go to the boat. Let's go to the extraction point." Sim Jackson's like, "Nope, we're going to the crash site." I'm like, dude, are you out of your mind? And at this point, it really comes at a head where Sam, it's clear that Sam Jackson completely lost his mind. The war at Vietnam, which I like, I like in, in, in this viewing, I really didn't get the first viewing where he's like the Vietnam, like we lost the war in Vietnam He's like, we're not losing this war. We're not leaving empty handed. Yeah. We're committing. The reason we lost is because we quit. We're not quitting this fight, which is, it's great motivation to me to be evil regardless sam jackson was cartoon evil but it's mm-hmm. interesting motivation yeah. what i wanted to go back to was uh some jokes that did not work for me is any joke with easy e and the guy who you were talking about ian who's eating beans mm. yeah, yeah, yeah like the they do like the like how could you eat a time like the, this the, he's and he's just yeah, like, he's like uh like, eating for yeah, the living. no protocol <laughs> but the like joke of like the like the, the just like the lion and the the thorn in his paw yeah. He's oh like, yeah, the, yeah. He's like the mouse saved him, and then they became friends. He's like, no, the the lion, like the mouse kills the lion with the thing. He's like, who told you that? He's like, my mom. <laughs> that joke, that joke didn't work for yeah, me. I, I thought that was a bit. None of that stuff worked for me. But I do. I hate this character. Just to be clear, none of his lines worked for me in this movie. The the beans guy. What I'm talking about. I forgot his stuff earlier in the movie, but just none of it really paid off for me. I didn't get. To me, they should have committed more to this guy of just being a I don't know, brain dead soldier. Yeah, I don't know. To me, they yeah. didn't. Ha- he wasn't flushed out enough. But we'll get back to him in a minute. <laughs> uh, cut to uh, actually, so no, Sam Jackson. They make it to the the the, the weapons thing from the the, the plane, a helicopter that crashed. And it's like, oh, we got all this stuff. We're gonna kill Kong. And they're like, what? We're not gonna kill. Actually, they didn't make it here yet. But like, we're not gonna kill Kong. And they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna kill Kong. This is the enemy. We're gonna kill the enemy. And John C. Riley's like, pulls out his sword. He's like, we're not. I can't let you do that. Everyone pulls out a bunch of guns and stuff, and they're like, we're gonna, this is what we're gonna do. Uh, Loki, which, good on him for defusing the situation. He's like, hey, hey, 
civilians. We're going to let them go to the boat. Or scientists, dude, are going to go to the boat. And then we'll go get your bombs and crap. Sam Jackson's like, good enough for me. Sure. So they go over to the to the plane or to, I'm sorry to the helicopter and again we get a great line from John C. Riley, which I, I want it to be improv again it, regardless it's, it's a well written bit where there he's like I'm gonna wait right here I'm just gonna chill like a couple of soldiers <laughs> like yeah us too and John C. Riley's like yeah you gotta be careful he's like oh like what the like the skull crawlers he's like no ants <laughs> he's like what he's like yeah like they're above us and stuff he's like they're they're, you know, hear that ant and like he's like I didn't it's even a, catch a, that you hear like a, yeah. like a calling they sound like birds yeah yeah he's like it sounds like a bird nope ant <laughs> just like, what? it's just it it's a bit that worked for me and it just it it just adds character to the island and it's just it's it's hysterical uh so they're at the helicopter and they're setting up a trap for kong with a bunch of napalm and crap and they're like oh we're gonna kill him and blow him up and they're like you please don't do this he's sam jack's like oh we're gonna kill him i'm crazy and you know guns are pulled out and stuff and there's like oh we're gonna light a bonfire because that attracted him last time with the bombs remember uh, also, oh, so speaking of bombs, I forgot to mention. So, scientist boy at some point reveals like they he had this theory that there were like underground tunnels or oh, something yeah, that yeah. the monsters were underneath, and that this is a spot where the monsters can come out. So, it, it it's cool. It's cool world building where that's why there are no monsters quote in this reality because there's only X amount of places the monsters can sprout up, and this is one of those places. That's why they were dropping the bombs to get an idea like where these caverns are. Because earlier on, he's like, "It's hollow. It's hollow." He excited, and that's why he was excited for that. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh. Set up for Kong. Kong shows up. Uh, I have big simp calm again because <laughs> you get the we get the gods again. We get the Jurassic Park scene where Loki and Captain Marvel are like looking at Kong in like the fog. He comes out, looks at them. He's like, "Oh, love you, blah blah blah." And <laughs> oh, you're so I'm a good guy, good guy monkey. Explosion. Kong's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go get the explosion." Goes the explosion, and uh, what I have here, granted, I'm King God or I'm Team Godzilla. This is why God, uh, King Kong's a big chump because he gets taken out by a bunch of napalm. Godzilla survived nukes. And King Kong got taken out by a couple drums of napalm. <laughs> and he falls over and Sam Jackson is like, all right, I have a, I'm going to strap a bunch of bombs to him. We're going to blow him up. And everyone's like, no, 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 no. We can't do this. And Sam Jackson's like, we're doing it. And it's the Mexican standoff where gun, people have guns and stuff aimed at each other. And uh, we finally get, who was it? Was it Game Over Man? I think Game yeah, Over Man guy, guy. Yeah. eventually was like, we're not, he's like, we're not going to do this, Sam Jackson. And people like, all, everyone turns on Sam Jackson at that point. And they're like, it kind of comes to a head and foreshadowing come, pays off and giant uh, skull crawler comes out of the water and because we know that because that's when John C. Riley's like, that's the big one. And so they all head for the freaking hills Sam Jackson's staring at it for some reason. Uh, I forgot to mention the kind of cool scene where Kong is exploding and all the stuff. And is it that? No, 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 no. It's in the helicopter scene. I forgot where Sam Jackson's like kind of like standing up to Kong while they have like all the stuff exploding. Kind of cool. Yeah. Regardless. That happens here too. The big one's there. And Sam's like, Sam Jackson, granted he commits as a character. He's like, I'm going to kill the enemy. Kong wakes up and he's like, oh, Sam Jackson, I'm going to blow you up. And Kong just whams. Like, kind of like, <laughs> not kind of just like a fly just smushes him like a bug, which uh, I like a lot. I yeah, think a lot of people good. can complain about that. You're like, oh, that's not a fulfilling for our big bad. I, I thought it was 
exactly no, how, how would Kong handle a human bad guy who's <laughs> his enemy? Just smush him. Frankly, I would have liked to be flicked him, but just smush. And then we get a monster fight between Kong and the giant, uh, giant thing. So uh, for those of you wondering why, and I'm sure a lot of you are, uh, it's just me, Heath, and Ian in this episode. Darren and Matt cowered out, didn't want to do it, didn't want to commit to watching the show or movie. So guess what? They have to sit it out. I hope you're listening to this, Darren, because you could have had so much fun naming all these stupid monsters. That's not my forte. I don't know what to call this thing. I'm sure you'd call it like Skullzilla or Big Somethingzilla, but regardless, uh, they're they're fighting and... Uh, I said, who knew? Oh, he knew. So it, it's, it makes sense that Kong killed him, but at the same time, it's like, did Kong know that he was going to get blown up by the napalm thing or the, the explosion? Because he like, he's like, Sam Jack. he looks at Sam Jackson for a second, and Sam Jackson has the little detonator. He's like, I'm going to blow it smush. So I don't know. Regardless, though, it doesn't matter. Uh, big one woke up. Uh, they do this weird scene, a little bit of critic, uh, critical stuff for me. In the next scene, you get Fal- uh, I about to say Falcon, Loki and Captain Marvel looking in the, I think like the distance or something. And they do this, it's called the vertigo effect where the camera, it's like they do it in jaws where the camera comes close to them while the background moves forward out of, uh, in focus. It's a very popular effect. If you mm-hmm. look up vertigo effect on like YouTube or something, you will see this camera effect. It's always done as a, it's a moment of realization of just like the world coming in on you and just my God, something coming in and it wasn't used for that. And so I thought it was a wasted scene for that effect because it's a very technical effect and it it didn't fit what was going on anyway. So they're running away from, uh, I think Kong was down at that point. And so the giant monster is chasing after them and we get the, again, they do the, the cliche. This is like one of my favorite scenes in the movie. The character I hated beans guy, who's like for no reason at this point <laughs> and which I would have loved more if they set up that he was just suicidal throughout this whole movie. <laughs> I would have loved that more. Actually. He's just a hero, and you know, he's just... like, I'm going to, he like whips out a bunch of grenades. He's like, just go. And everyone's like, what are you doing? He's like, just go. And he like walks up and he's like, going to face off again, sacrifice himself to giant monster. And the giant monster's coming towards him. He's like, come on, just do it. Just do it. And then monster tail whips him off into the, <laughs> to like the cliff and he blows up all the way over there. Dude, like the so best he literally ever. died I for that nothing. So much. Oh, that was it's one so of good. the best punchlines I've ever seen in this kinds of movies. He's also the worst character, so it's like, whatever, sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like yeah, worst, nobody cares that he's dead, but it's <laughs> Yeah, like no, oh, no room worst like, death. I love that too, because the characters aren't even going, no. Oh, the, the one guy just the, like what, Eh. The one well, guy that's dragging through the water, you know, he it's was like, yeah. I can't have like a good character die like that. That'd be just so bad. Yeah. So yeah. Like the worst person. I that love death. that. Cause again, it's the, we've seen this of the guy who sacrifices himself for, you know, just to stall a little bit of time, but a, they stopped. So he wasn't even stalling the monster because <laughs> they were watching this whole thing play out and then he didn't even stop the monster. So mm. there was nothing gained. It is exclusively lost, <laughs> but Hey, whatever. Uh, Kong fights the monster again. He's up. He's back, and he did this dope scene that reminded me of Pacific Rim, where Kong gets a giant tree. Yeah, and he just like Shreds pulls it. the little branches off, which is like almost like a like a katana coming out of its sheath. And he's just like wa- walking up to the monster, just freaking bashes the monster with the tree. We get a really cool fight, and uh, I mean, I can I can go on and on about how cool this fight is, but just, it's a really dope fight where they're fighting each other. 
Uh, Kong, uh, we, oh, uh, Kong runs into his ultimate weakness that's been plugging him since the 30s, and that's chains. Because <laughs> for whatever reason, giant King Kong is just a weak to big chains because he's like thrown into a ship and the chains have him pinned down and he can't get out. So the monster is going after people and... I don't, uh, this, I think, uh, Dr. Dre sets up like the guns on the boat and he's like firing at the monster to strike the monster. Monster goes after them for whatever reason. The monster goes after Loki, a thing, a, a boat is firing on the monster and Loki's like, uh, I'll distract him. And he like runs like to the side and the monster's like, Oh yeah, I'm going to go for him. <laughs> Even though he's being shot at and it's hurting him. He's, he's shot at whatever. Not that big a deal. So the monster goes for him and then we get this dope scene where I have in my notes here Kong does get over here because Kong makes yeah. it out of the chains and the chain is attached to the uh, like the, the motor like the little rotor thing on a boat on the ship it's big so he like throws it and like catches the monster and he like reels him in and uh, they're fighting a little bit more and I was a little I was disappointed in it, but it's okay so like Kong gets the propeller and he like uppercuts the the monster mm-hmm. and i guess it like hit slits its throat or something it wasn't yeah, yeah. really clear to me and the monster like falls in the water and it, i'm like is that it it looks like it's it for the I fight mean, and i was like i was surprised that it disappointed because i mean he literally slices his throat from, like all the way up i was to happy head. it wasn't because i'm like that's kind of a anticlimactic end to this fight like hey because we're going from Kong or Godzilla who did fire breath <laughs> down the down, uh Bayzilla's throat to this. So like, that's disappointing, but it's a uh, jump scared. Like the villain has one last scare because uh, Captain Marvel is doing, I can't recall something and she gets not Kong throws the, the bad guy against the thing she's on and she's falling into the water. Loki go, or he goes to scoop Kong goes up to, sk- to save her. And that's when the monster comes back out of the water. He's not dead. And he uh, wraps his tongue around Kong's wrist that has Captain Marvel in his palm. And they're fighting a little bit more. And like, it's, he's the monster swallowing Kong's fist. And then Kong just freaking knuckles up and just rips. And see, his this part hand confused out. me because he had oh. her in his hand, right? Yeah. And he puts it in like into the monster and like pulls out the intestines. How did, like, he didn't grip anything because he's holding. No, it's because the, the monster's that tightly gripped around. Yeah, I think he just used that. Oh, okay. So, okay, gotcha. Okay. I thought yeah, he, like, so grabbed because, it and ripped it out. I'm like, how did he do no, that no, holding no. her? I, I wanted him to punch the monster with Brie Larson in his fist. <laughs> Be okay. Yeah. But just have it happen. Like, that would have been, like, like an op- like a hollow punch. Yeah. But regardless, <laughs> though. Or, like, I would because he's a monkey. Well, like, he's a gorilla. In an earlier part of the fight where he's, like, holding the jaws of this of this monster. Over. Yeah, I thought, I thought we were going to rip get, it like, in half or something. Because they did that in, um, I think that might have been, like, an allusion to the 05 King Kong, where that's how he kills the T-Rex. Oh, okay. He, like, breaks the T-Rex jaws open. And it's awesome, because then he, like, kind of plays with the jaws for a little bit. But uh, uh, regardless, though... Kong rips out the tongue like down to the root I guess I don't know what you would call it out of the monster which that is our fatality for this movie which I'm like okay yay satisfied you have to have the fatality finish for these kaiju movies uh I mean that's basically the end of the movie (laughs) like the Kong is like saunters off he's like you guys are cool everyone gets on the boat and they get picked up and we get the little uh the post credit, oh, yeah, the little, not post credit, but we yeah, get the little, little scene, follow yeah. up scene where uh, John C. Riley gets to go home, yeah, and he meets his grown man son and with his wife, 
And hey, as far as at least what I've seen on screen, she's still single. So <laughs> he gets to have his was, hot dog and his beer, and he's watching the yeah, Cubs game. Yeah, he gets his happy, which God bless him for getting that happy yeah, ending. I, I like that it. a lot. Puts up the sword. Like, it's awesome. He's the only one I cared like, about, like post, like going back into the real like, world. You know? <laughs> I don't care if Loki <laughs> yeah. makes it. I don't care if Captain Marvel makes it. John C. Riley needs to make it. Yeah, uh, I, I love it, and I think that's a great way. And then we also get our post credit scene where they're going through like the caves on I think Skull back in Skull Island and we get the the cave drawings of Kong and was it God like Godzilla yeah yeah, mm, yeah, right? yeah. I didn't know I didn't want it this time because I saw it the first time but we get that which is a tease so for those who, which actually to be fair I missed it the first time watching it I uh the first time I watched the movie I didn't realize that this existed in Kong in the Godzilla universe so that actually got to hit me the first time I watched it where I'm like, oh, snap, we're getting Godzilla versus Kong at some point, which, hey, it's, we're in that month. So that oh, yeah. concludes Kong Skull Island. Unless, it, unless I don't think I missed anything else. No, yeah, that's, yeah, I that's think, about it. Yeah, that's pretty much that's the movie. Everything. They just leave. That's the end of the movie. So <laughs> uh, I guess now we could deep dive more into our, our, our thoughts on the movie. Uh, I mean, I'll go to you guys. But like I said, I, I think it was a it was fun. It leaned into its fun. It got to, it was definitely different than Godzilla which was trying to be a serious movie about a monster. This was a fun movie about a monster, which is in its own respect also good. And I, I thought the uh, the characters that I liked, I liked, didn't care for Loki's character or really even Captain Marvel's character just because to me they were, they, they didn't do enough. I don't know. To, to me, they they should have flushed them out just a little bit more for, for story. Loki especially. I, I, Captain Marvel, I guess, was more fine, but Loki really didn't do anything for me. In this, he was just the tough guy, Nathan yeah, Drake. Yeah, no, I get that. Sam Jackson as a villain, I'm kind of indifferent about. I, I like Sam Jackson, so I think he he, uh, he able to ma- he made this stuff kind of work. But regardless, though, I thought it was better than it needed to be. So, what are your guys' thoughts on it? Uh, I totally agree. Like, I was I legitimately think it was a good movie. It did everything right. That I, all the issues I have with Godzilla, like in Godzilla, I hated all the human characters. Like, I thought like they're duds. Same. Not interesting. Could not care any less about their story Same. in this uh-huh. movie they actually had story characters like humans that were really good and it was told from their perspective and i still cared a lot for kong as well so that them writing that way was really really surprisingly good um i didn't mind samuel jackson that was kind of cool how he's kind of like a side villain type thing where he's yeah. actually pushing them into these dangerous situations and kind of moving the story along that way there's also kind of like a weird dynamic where uh you can kind of feel where Samuel Jackson's coming from. Also, it's kind of weird that they're called it's called Kong. So maybe in his mind, it's got like the Viet Cong type sense. Like, I didn't even thing. pick that up. That's great. Uh, yeah, so maybe there's like a, a weird thing there. It, it was actually funny. I laughed in a few times. There were some some jokes that fell flat for sure. But overall, it's a, a solid movie. I'm sad I haven't seen it before this because I would have loved it. Mm-hmm. Got super hyped for the post credits for Godzilla vs Kong, mm-hmm. but also thoroughly pissed off. Yeah. I left this movie super angry because I was like, what the hell happened with the next movie we're going to watch? What yeah. happened? What do you mean? What I, happened? I'm, you know what? I'm really what hoping that the second we'll get there with Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Okay. See, I, 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 really I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> okay. That's the next, that's it. the next you'll one, which it. is the last one technically before uh, Godzilla okay, King Kong. And okay. it, it's important to watch this next yeah, one. You'll actually. watch it. So I'm hoping there. this second viewing is going to be better and different. Because as I like describe the movie to somebody, I'm like, I should like this movie. Like as I describe it, because it has a bunch of just bonkers fights. 
Godzilla, spoiler alert, Godzilla goes Super Saiyan in this in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Like there's so much in God, in King of the Monsters that I should love. And but despite me hating it, and like there's cool in my head, I'm like the scene, a few scenes I remember, I'm like, that was beautiful. Like shot. Uh, that should be work. That should be cool. As Eleven from Stranger Things. Hopefully. I really hope the second viewing is going to change my mind because I despised it the first time I saw it. But uh, Ian, uh, thoughts on, on Kong? I don't want to like compare like my thoughts on, you know, Godzilla, you know, 20, 2014 versus, you know, this movie. Cause I mean, they're both good. I mean, that's what the show yeah, is. I mean, it's, we're, we can... they're, they're, I think they were both really good. Like, like you said, like, you know, Godzilla had more of like a serious tone in the movie and this one kind of had more of like a less serious, I guess. What I really liked about this movie is that you didn't have to care about the characters. You let them kind of just be in the movie. And I don't know, like the storyline took a backseat and I was okay with it. I, I What I like about these movies is that I want to see the action. I want to see the monsters. I want to see them fight. I want to see that aspect of the movie more. I don't really care about storyline as much or the people. I mean, as long as the people you know, are somewhat compelling, I guess. Like, even dialogue. I don't care as much about dialogue as long as, you know, whatever the dialogue is, you know, it kind of pushes the, the story forward. But, man, between the fights in both movies, I love the fights in this movie so much more just because I feel like there was more to actually, like, see. Like, there was more actual, like, monsters fighting. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it, it fights in the daytime. That's a big thing. <laughs> like, I want to see Godzilla do his freaking... Um, uh, laser atomic yeah breath. atomic bread like that was so freaking cool i really hope to see more of that in like the uh new godzilla versus yeah. king kong so i'm trying to stay away from as much information as i can on godzilla yeah. v kong yeah like I, i'm trying to not even watch trailers and stuff anymore after that initial one but it's cool there's this, a scene that i've seen like there's toys and stuff too that kind of ruin it but kong eventually gets a an axe right made of and the the blade is it looks like godzilla's fins that the blade, oh, dang, okay. the axe Shoot. part is made out of. My, my, it looks, dude, it looks dope. That's what I like too in this movie. Kong uses a lot of uh, tools. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the trees. Which makes sense because he's a, he's, a, he's a gorilla. He's an intelligent kind of creature. So what I liked is, I uh, mean, this really is like one of the biggest examples of apples to oranges between Godzilla, 2014 yeah, Godzilla and this. Is. Because the reason, like the fights exist because that's Kong's fighting style. He can grapple like uh, intelligently, like in and throw like a, a proper punch with a fist, and and that and that kind of stuff. Use tools to fight, and the creatures were small enough to to make that work with him, as opposed to Godzilla, which is like a lot more like a barbaric kind of fighting. Yeah, just all claws. Yeah. It's, it's more brute. Yeah, it's like more brutal. Of I'm going to eat you, shoot you with my laser beam, hit you with my <laughs> tail, maybe. I'm going to grab you to bite you, as opposed to Kong, who could probably snap your neck as a, like a bad guy or something. Like he's intelligent enough to to do that to fight intelligently. So it's I just it's a great East meets West type it, scenario with this with uh, Godzilla it, Kong, which actually uh, I think we can probably do that at the end of uh, next episode when we do uh, King of the Monsters. Uh, just more hype on what this is going to even be for Godzilla v Kong because I think just they're they're so good opposites with just the pepper enough of similarities to it they're big monsters that can fight each other uh, but back with with Kong Skull Island I the I guess we we can talk about right now is what's the good from this movie I meant to do this last time like the good of this movie to me is the the humor the yeah. the downtime between the action scenes, which which you want from these movies, you want action scenes. Storyline does take a backseat because it's supposed to be an entertaining 
violent movie. John C. Riley obviously stole the show for me. Yeah. And I, I like John Goodman when he was in the movie. Mm-hmm. He did a great job. He just, he care, he centered, kind of weighted the movie a little bit with uh, when he was on screen. The world was interesting. I think Skull Island was, was cool. It reminded me a lot of Jurassic Park. Yeah, like that, that world that, that it, that it uh, lives on. Well, yeah, the fights, the action scenes were good too. So what, what were some of your guys' goods from this movie? Go ahead, Ian. I mean, a lot of the things you said were, I agree with it wholeheartedly. Like I loved a lot of the, things that were kind of similar to Jurassic Park, like certain scenes where like, you know, they weren't afraid to kill off people. I like that aspect where they don't have to, you know, be do things based on certain rules or cliches. I love that they broke a lot of the cliches on stuff where like one thing I hate is like somebody lives right at the last second, like someone saved right at the last second in every single scene. I hate that cliche more Mm -hmm. than anything, partly because I watch anime a lot and it's almost in every single anime. (laughs) But, you know, I I love that this movie broke down a lot of the, cliches that could have happened but they didn't do it and it was awesome so gotcha yeah no yeah you're right the trope thing is one of my favorite things for sure like how they just set up every trope and then just shut it down that was like great writing because you would think from you would expect from a movie like this yeah be like definitely every trope like a monster book. movie <laughs> yeah exactly definitely a plus side for me is everything you guys said and just like the human characters being more in depth better characters and the fight scenes were more frequent and in general better i completely agree so, <clears throat> let's so let's start talking a little bit of the the bad from this movie. Uh, for me, it was the humor didn't always land. For me, didn't always land. When when it didn't land, it kind of meh. And I I didn't care for the other characters that I didn't really care about. Like I said, like the Asian chick in this movie who just was in the movie, just kind of there. She didn't do much. Like they didn't the besides John C. Riley, Captain Marvel, Loki, Sam Jackson. I'll count John Goodman. The they don't get Dr. Dre too to a degree. They don't give a lot for these characters to do. They tried a little bit with Easy E and and Doctor Doom, where he's like, uh, "I'll bring home the letters to your kid," kind of thing. They yeah. bless them for trying a little bit, but to me, the the not interesting characters were very not interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And I I thought they could have gotten to the how long was this movie? I think the movie was, was about two right hours. Two hundred. Like, two hours, right under two hours. Uh, yeah, it's like they could have trimmed it, an hour fifty-eight yeah. or something like that. Yeah, they could have the trimmed it a little bit in the beginning, uh, like the scenes of them recruiting like Loki and and like Captain Marvel and her little thing. Like they could have just t- to me get to the island quicker. Yeah, I, I wanted agree. that because the island was super interesting. So just get there quicker. So especially the second time, knowing how cool the island was, I'm like, oh my god, just freaking get there. It's like <laughs> half an hour in, and we're not there yet. Uh, that's th- those are my complaints about the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's what all I got too. Yeah, I mean, some of the dialogue fell flat, jokes fell flat. I agree. I didn't care for Loki or Captain Marvel that much, uh, especially their love story or whatever it was. Their sexual tension was super yeah. lame, no unnecessary. There. Um, but other than that, I mean, everything else for me was pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, pretty much same. Cartoony characters, a few of them were kind of cartoony. I felt like a lot of the soldiers were kind of cartoony, but you know. It was fine. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah, they were just meant to die. Yeah, that, yeah, they were they were just a body bag. <laughs> yeah, another good that I mentioned in the in the in the plot, but I forgot to mention in the good is again the creature design. I loved the way a lot of these oh, creatures good. Oh, looked. Yeah. Do the CGI. Okay, sorry, I forgot my good. The CGI was awesome, like top tier. The CGI was awesome, man, except for when it wasn't. Sure, I, can I see didn't that. like the scene of of uh, Captain Marvel in the water when she fell. Oh, okay, yeah, I it looked really yeah. bad. The water looked like too clean. Yeah. Yeah, it, just, it looked bad. Uh, but yeah, for the the important parts were awesome. Yeah. The 
Kong like, looked great. Kong's Monsters hand, great. like you could see all the detail in his hand. His hair, yeah. stuff like keeping like the wounds on his arms. When he was on fire, like ninety-five percent of his budget was cool. <laughs> the CGI. Oh, yeah, there was all. There was <laughs> the budget was all cast in Kong. Yeah. <laughs> Out of ten, Ian, what do you want to give Kong Skull Island? I want to give it an eight. I'm kind of like ramping up to the big one that's out. Yeah, I'm going to give it an eight based okay. on what we said. So Heath? Also an eight. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Eight for me too, wow. by the way. I totally had All that. Right. Eight. So eight. It is, uh, <laughs> the, it's easy math. He, Darren and Matt not being here screwed up our math. Because <laughs> the, which a part of me is a little happy because these are just now we all have, which I, I want to make for the people listening to this, I want to make a little like bio pictures of us for the fucker uh, Insta- uh, Instagram, Facebook and stuff, which has like our preference, our, our preference in movies are not preference for movies. We, I think all like, and even Matt too, like action movies. Yeah. We like, yeah, just turn your brain off adrenaline. Uh, Darren hates those movies. <laughs> Despises that. We watched John wick, which is one of the best action movies ever. Don't tell me he, and didn't he was like, like that. I didn't like it. He didn't like it. He was oh like, I just thought the gosh. plot is like, it was stupid. It was just about what? this dog and stuff. I'm like, you don't, like, you don't oh know how to goodness. watch these kinds of movies. <laughs> you just literally don't know how to watch this kind of movie. That's like going into a comedy and being like, Dude, I don't understand. If there was an action movie, I was work. going to That's recommend to somebody. That's not what you're supposed to do. If there was any rec- any yeah. any action so movie, that movie. He does, so just Darren, this is not Darren's cup of tea. So he like rage freaking spiked Godzilla's <laughs> score. But uh godzilla i'm happy kong it's Skull good for conversation Island, though yeah got an eight yeah that's why yeah, yeah we, i need someone to like bring us down because we're just freaking creaming all over this movie <laughs> and he isn't here to watch it oh, which i mean which is great like i said like on second viewing I, I between first and second viewing i forgot how much i liked this movie yeah and so i i said last week i'm like Kong, it doesn't get better than this oh, no. with godzilla don't say i remember no. thinking less this is in its own apples to oranges of this is just as good as godzilla if not more in its own way yeah. So, but score wise, it is better. We gave it an eight out of 10. Uh, so here's the simple question of Godzilla, or I'm sorry, Kong Skull Island got a 75 on Rotten Tomatoes. So it was really well received. So 2021, does it still hold up, Ian? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yep. Heath? 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Gets a GG because it still holds up. Oh, yeah. So Kong Skull Island, I didn't do a lot of extra research into this just because I really, really, uh, the uh right before we started recording about like 20 minutes before we started recording i finished the movie oh, I'm, dude, I'm movie like it too. <laughs> it's so hard it's hard for me to watch movies uh because of my freaking kid right, right. i love my stupid kid but man, he <laughs> watching movies hard man watch wreck it ralph and aladdin and stuff today but we couldn't get through kong skull yeah. island that's how it goes but uh so we're gonna get next week Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and I'm interested in what you're going to okay, think. Okay, yeah, don't don't give me any indication of whether it's I, good or bad. You've I'm heard not nothing look at but us crapping anything, on it. So. Yeah, just just go go into it. It is also, it's still on HBO, and I look forward to you guys, the fans, uh, getting here to that. And then the week after that, we got Kong's or the we got Godzilla be Kong. Let's do it. Which is still getting good reviews. I can't let's believe do it. it. So send us an email, johnkeekscast at gmail And until next time, bye. To you, sir, I say goodbye. You know what I think we should do? I think we should just say goodbye for tomorrow. Stay thirsty, my friends. Toodaloo! Au revoir! Auf Wiedersehen! Ciao!